and one. Welcome into the fourth mother box. Ladies and gentlemen, Magic Helicopters, Action Figures, Scourge, the Thrash Metal Band. Welcome. You have two forts? Yeah, half of Scourge here right now. I am Tom Oakery. Welcome into the fourth mother box. You are following us on Instagram at fourth mother box, all one word, Twitter fourth mother talk, and youtube.com slash fourth mother box. Yes, YouTube, and I got to make a shout out that you, you know, you guys are tuning in. You're tuning in with me, Tom Oakery, and the secret ginger man over there. Secret ginger Kyle Cosentino. Kyle, how the hell ginger. are you today? We also have an, a handle on OnlyFans, too. You forgot to mention that. I don't run our OnlyFans, but but if you're out there, um, just, just make sure you split the coin purse with me when you're showing your coin purse off. So how you doing, Kyle? How the hell are you today? Um, I'm doing all right. Uh, what's going on over there in Florida? Um, just, you know, it's it's Florida-ing. It's the middle of the... No, middle. Good Lord. It's the end of July. August is Tuesday. Um, yeah. Uh, it's... Can you... Can you cook a steak on a sidewalk there? No, I mean it's hot, but it's not that hot. You, uh, you're you're more than like. I mean, you 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 could do that probably in like closer to doing that in Phoenix than here. It's just on the surface of the sun in Arizona. Um, we get a break with rain and shit, but uh, yeah, it's just Florida. The man, the theme parks are busy. I don't care. Don't listen to that media trying to scare you from going to Disney World. Um, or, or, or keeping you from Disney World or, or, or telling you Disney World is doing poorly because they're not right now. However, Thursday, a brand new festival, Food and Wine Fest, so started so that, you know, that always brings the resort fatties. They were out a plenty, Kyle. They were out a plenty. I feel like they should just hand out stretchy pans at the front gate when you walk in for the Food and Wine Festival. Because let's face it, you're... You're walking out there, out of that park after the food and wine festival, like half dead. Yep. I mean, you're just filled with all the food, all the wonderful food. It's that's true. There. It's true. If you want to see more of it, go on our YouTube, check it out. Um, we've got a, a little bit under five minute video of it. Um, I'm not one to just take videos of food and show you the insides and shit. You know, there's there's enough people on YouTube doing that. I'm just showing you our day. And Kyle's gonna have a bunch of content from an upcoming trip he's gonna make. You wanna you wanna let the people know a little tease there, Kyle? Yeah, I will be going to California Disney, both parks, Disneyland and California Adventure. Now I was there last when I was a little kid, and so I don't really remember it much. And I I don't think I've actually been to California Adventure. Well, also, I am going to go to Universal, which I know uh, nobody from Jedi Talk has been there, surprisingly. And I will be checking out the new Super Mario World there. So I'm very excited to do all that and see how the California does their Disney. You know, whether they've kept Walt's vision alive or, you well, know, pissed all over it. <laughs> I, I'd love to know because every time I'm in Disneyland... I feel the vibe that I don't feel in any other theme park that I've been into. I've been into three, well, I've been into four worlds, two lands, and one or two in Paris. And every single park that I've been inside, and you and I have been in the same ones, Kyle, or at least once you're done at California Adventure, we'll, we'll be in the same one. Disneyland is the only one where I get this different vibe than the rest of them, man. It's just, 
It's the original. It's the only park Walt stepped foot in. It's just special. It's special. Yeah, I, you know, it's, and plus it's like it opened in 1950s, right? 55. 50, 55, yeah. And like I feel like the only thing that's really majorly untouched there is Main Street, right? I mean, because that's, that's really like the old world, mm. you know, that they've they've they, like revamped it in new shops and closed and reworked some stuff like like they've done at Disney World the confectionery looks a lot different so it's it's i mean it's untouchable from a sense if you're saying like they'll never change that land yeah so it's like it's well, core it's just, idea right it's kind of like old america you know and right, that's yeah. there's something really nostalgic about that especially in today's world where who knows what it what america even means at the moment right yeah one day, hopefully, we'll get a chance to go to Marceline, Missouri and see the inspiration for Main Street USA, where Walt grew up a good portion of his life, where he attributes a lot of that. Um, I've seen some pictures, and I'm sure they can't just do Marceline justice, but I know there's a Walt Walt Disney Museum there and stuff, so one day. One day. But, mm-hmm. Kyle, yep. did you see Barbie? Because apparently everybody else has this week. Have you? I have not, and I don't want to. <laughs> I haven't seen it either, and 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 that's just the thing. That's kind of what I want to talk to Kyle about. So first off, here on the fourth mother box, we spew puke and diarrhea and bleed out of our ears. Literally anything we feel like talking about. So in front of us, and you open up the Instagrams, uh, or if you go to OnlyFans and looking at buttholes like Kyle over there, um, you know you're going to run into some Barbie marketing. You know, you know, Barbenheimer was a big thing last weekend, and. Uh, uh, We'd be stupid not to talk about it, right? And and it's it's so funny. And I love that Kyle said he no, he's not going to see it because guess what? And this goes to all the f- insecure, <laughs> insecure masculinity out there. The movie's not for us. It's not for you. Go see it. But like, if you walk out of it thinking like, oh well, you know, the, this was so. <sighs> I don't know, Kyle. The problem I have with this is like people judging without seeing it first, right? It's it's. I feel like so many people just get so wrapped up in what, like the big wigs in the media is trying to get us to fight about this this time. Like, why can't anybody just go see the movie they want to see and be okay with it anymore? Yeah, I think this is just a trend now. Every every movie that comes out apparently has to be controversial or offensive. I saw an article earlier today that like. Oppenheimer's offensive. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Like, really? Like, are we just going to... I swear, is there somebody out there that just thinks that this will drive people to see these movies if they just make it controversial? Are they looking to piss people off so they just gravitate towards it to see what, what it's all about? Like, how about just focus on writing a good movie and people will go see it? Yeah, there's some movies for... For men, for women, for whatever, you know, I mean, like th- different people, you know, mm-hmm. like, I, I mean, it's not it's not one for me, but, right. you know, it's it's probably one for other people. And I, I don't know how to comment on like the whole like the like this is a anti man film. I mean, pe- a lot of people said that, you know, this about Dial of Dest- Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. And yeah. it was not, you Unfounded. know, this that was all just a lot of just bullshit in my opinion like it was that was a straightforward movie that really got robbed because of you know what what the critics said and that's just it's just it's sad you know it is um 
that 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 isn't doing well. But you know, surprisingly, and you you brought this up that the Flash is doing well on digital and and like movie and like just people buying it, right? And even I saw because like I have a account on Vudu and I've been collecting a lot of um, you know movies that I really love. And there's man, there's a lot of um, people who've rated the Flash like wonderfully. You know, there was like seventeen thousand like five stars on it. So there's something to be said about that. And and maybe marketing can really just or advertising or or the social media can really sway certain people in in various ways. So, so people can't think for themselves. People can't. Just go form an opinion for themselves. They have to listen to whatever, you know, whatever somebody, you know, says on Rotten Tomatoes, right? Or what, whatever critic says about the movie, which is just bullshit, you know? It's, it's a I don't know. big uh, piling heap of banta fodder is what it is, Kyle. And, um, the, you know, you, you started to crack the ice there of something I want to expand on. You know, people are buying this movie now. It's available on digital in droves, essentially, right? To one, own it. You know, you're paying more than a movie ticket, but you're owning it, and you can watch it over and over and over again because it did get rather positive reviews. You know, it's it's sitting at right now, currently eighteen thousand eight hundred and two, like four and a half stars out of five on Vudu alone. So That's pretty good. I mean, apparently, people are really into it and you know it is it's a good movie if you look past the ezra miller stuff i mean holy shit it's michael keaton's batman and that if you didn't like anything else you like that you'll certainly like his scenes like he just it's just so nostalgic and awesome and just exactly what we needed but but this should this should tell the comic book industry and dc specifically it's like people care about these characters in the product we do not want to, or not not we, because you and I saw this opening night, right? But like people in general, comic book movie fans, and just the general audience, do not want to invest the like hours to go see something that doesn't have a definitive like life ahead of it, right? You know, the Flash but, could know, have been built up as like a big endgame event. I don't event. know if that's a really good argument, though, because look at what happened with the Halcyon. You know, this was ending and people flocked to it like in droves, like, right? So I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Um, no, but, it but just, it, nothing about it makes sense to me, honestly. Like, I just don't I don't get it. Like, I don't get that. Those these two movies, Indiana Jones and The Flash are one of the biggest mysteries of this year because by all intents and purposes, they should have done exceptionally well, but they didn't. And should I don't have. understand yeah. why. Yeah, should have. The Flash should have knocked it out of the park. It should have been an endgame, Infinity War level type of movie for DC. And they were they were always going to build it up to be that way. But then Walter Hamada, Jeff Johns shot themselves in the dick and fucked it all up, right? And, and, and look, look, look. I want to specifically call something out real quick. Like, will, will you people, will you anti Snyder fans make your fucking mind up on if we're big enough of a fan base to make a difference or not? Because I, you flip flop more than a politician 
every single time I see you stating that Snyder fans are the reason to blame for the poor success of the DC movies right now. And then I see, Ugh. and and then I, and then, but but then I see those same people, Kyle, saying that we're the you, you were not big enough to make a difference to push DC to want to make the movies by you know the vision that Zach had. So it's like make up your mind: are we this? Are we small, or are we big enough to impact billion-dollar franchises here? Okay, figure it out. I'm really kind of sick of the. This, the the Snyder hate. Look, you didn't get the toxicity from the fourth mother box. Neither Kyle or I never stuck it out there and boycotted anything that was anti-Snyder. In fact, we stood right in front of it. And Kyle and I are very much in support of what James Gunn is going to do, but we've been very critical about it, rightfully so, because Henry Cavill, see ya. Ben Affleck, bye. You know, Gal Gadot, for all intents and purposes, too. I don't think she's coming I, back as Wonder Woman. And I'll say this, too, even as like just superhero fans, you know, like I've gone to pretty much every superhero movie, even if I thought it looked fucking stupid. You know, I thought Captain Marvel was looked fucking stupid and the Eternals looked fucking stupid. But I went to see it and had had an open mind. I mean, I was right when I watched both of those. Hell, I almost fell asleep in Eternals. Um, But, you know, like. You just you have to make up your own mind about these things. Mm-hmm. Like, is every movie going to be a, a winner? Is it going to be a hit? Is it or is it going to be like, you know, uh, something that bl- belongs in the trash bin? Maybe like Secret Invasion. I don't know. But <laughs> uh, uh, we'll get to Secret Invasion in a second. But 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 I do want to mention mm-hmm. uh, if we're on the topic of Snyderverse and we, we, we were talking about Barbie. Two things I want to say about Barbie. One. If you look back to our text messages, Kyle, and I've said this on the show before, but in Ju- on June 22nd specifically to Kyle in a text message, I said, I bet you Barbie makes a billion dollars. Well, guess what? It's a halfway there already. So yeah, the fourth mother box I don't predicted know. that. You don't know? It's halfway there after a week? How is no, this movie I, not going to make I don't billion? doubt that it yeah. won't. I okay. don't doubt that it won't. Yeah. I'm just like rolling my eyes hard at it. It just, it just seems like it's predictable. And maybe I'm being kind of a hater a bit, but... Like, I think, you know, I want the movies to continue. I want Hollywood to move forward and, and movies to do well. But I just, I don't know. I don't know. It I'm just s- it just bothers me that this movie, when somebody pitched this movie, and I heard about this a long time ago, I'm like, well, that's just going to be a movie, you know, that does whatever. You know, I never thought it would be like a box office sensation. And I bet it's probably overhyped, too. But could be um, it, it could be but like this is just kind of the state of the world right now i like like i see i get your point but this movie's making a lot of people happy and just let them be happy i don't care i don't care like like it's so is not for us no, and and i i'm the same way like i i like thoroughly am grateful that happy that people are happy seeing it i'm just i'm more mad at the fact i'm just more mad at like the flash and indiana jones it's just like People out there like tank this movie just based on, you know, critic reviews and just like, I don't know what else. It just seemed like there was a lot of people in the background really wanting these two movies to fail for some reason. That's fair. And and they were successful and they were successful. And it just seems like, I don't know. Well, we, we truly are in a post a quality world. I saw Hannah Cox say this. She's a libertarian uh, that I follow on Facebook. Uh, she she's like, 
and this is speaking from a woman's perspective, right? I, I'm paraphrasing what she said. She's like, we're finally in a post-equality world. And it's like, well, just now in a post-equality world, right? Because I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, that women haven't had it things more difficult than men. It's fucking documented. And they absolutely have. Okay, get the hell out of here with that. But it's like we've gotten to the point now where... At least to me, my whole life we've been on even ground, right? You know, it's it's generational. It's 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 breeding out. My daughter's going to know that, and her kids and her their kids and their kids and their kids, right? And Kyle, the same fucking way. Kids or no kids, that's the way he treats people, and that's the way we perceive people. Everybody except for Brad Hughes. But um, I digress from that. Ah! <laughs> um, so as we as it, it, we're in this post equality world, though, with what like Kyle was saying, right? Like the 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 part that is so bothersome. Or is just the subsection of people that want things to fail because it attacks their their way of thinking and it attacks their values. And the same thing for the people who want Barbie to fail, right? They want it to fail because they want this. They want every movie to be, and not a knock against Indiana Jones, but they want every movie to be somebody who looks like Harrison Ford with their shirt off, punching people, right, and then just saying, "Get, get off my plane," and, you know, you know, knocking people off and shit. Right, right. They want that. And when something comes in and threatens them, and this goes for both sides of the things, we get this stupid war where we pit ourselves against each other. Where it's when you go to the movies, people are just happy to be there. You're happy to celebrate life in that in, in that moment. For fuck's sake, stop making everything about this war. I'm happy that Barbie's making money, right? Good for the people involved. Um, but I'm with Kyle, right? Like the people who specifically sought out for the Flash and like Indiana Jones and even all these Disney movies that are trying real hard, right? You know, The Little Mermaid to an extent was a good movie, but there are people out there who just wanted that to fail, you know? Um, but then again, you know, Disney's pushing out some heaping piles of shit too. Um, I, su- I still haven't seen Little Mermaid and I don't know if I'll actually watch it either when it comes to Disney Plus just because like, I'm kind of done with like the live action remakes. Like I don't, I I think it's just a cash grab. I think that's really what it is. Like Disney is kind of like tanking it a bit as far as like movies and, and um, TV goes. And like, I don't think this, this should be the direction, you know, like write an original fucking movie, you know, it's like, well, they did with Haunted Mansion. They did. And so that's, do stuff like that, you know, and and create great characters that bring these these uh, franchises to life. Or you know, the Disney rides give them give them more life because you know we all love Haunted Mansion. We all love we like some of these classic Disney rides that are so like true to Walt's vision. Like, give it a story, you know. I love that. I can't. I'm going to see it tomorrow, and I can't wait. Like, I'm really excited. Haunted Mansion has always been one of my favorite rides. I really hope that they stayed true to that uh, in the movie. So I'm just, I'm really looking forward to that. For I sure. Think, yeah. I, I saw it today. Very, very spoiler free. I'm not going to talk about anything involving in it. Just my initial thoughts. I, I had a lot of fun with the movie. Um, and I tried to poke holes in it for a second, but it just, I found myself like getting into the characters there was some real fun moments and there was it's not like a horror film or anything but but, but there were some some great nods to to the lore of the haunted mansion too so can't wait to hear what your thoughts are on it yeah and that's that's all i hope for because one of the things i've loved about the haunted mansion is 
is just the the whole feel and the ambiance. Like it's it's really like I've said this many times before, it's not necessarily kid friendly in there. I mean, there's certain parts that are a little bit more, but other parts that just kind of like, okay, you know, this is like real old school horror. You know, it's not like your Scooby-Doo horror. It's it's just on a different level. And somebody was asking me recently about going to Disneyland and how their kids might fare in certain rides. And I was like, I don't know for Haunted Mansion because that could be... Uh, that could be a little bit scary. You know what I mean? Uh, suck it up. So that's what I've always loved, loved about it. That it's like, it's not, it's not kid horror. It's not so kid, kitty horror. It's like more like in the middle somewhere, you know, like you could, t- you could actually write a really dark movie about haunted mansion. Like you could make it rated R. Disney will never do this, but that would be a cool concept. That'd be so cool to see like a rated R type of like, movie about the bride the but, bride in haunted mansion but you know actually with winnie the pooh blood and honey we might get our wish i don't know if there's <laughs> you know what i mean um isn't there another one similar like that coming out like another uh, franchise? The, the guy who did blood and honey said that i think bambi is in the works there's going to be like a like a bambi horror movie and then they're going to do another blood and honey with a better budget Bambi so, dress up like a human, goes into Walmart, buys an AR, and gets gets back at. Well, maybe <laughs> Man, maybe Bambi that, like doesn't get killed, but he or she. I don't know. If Bambi is Bambi a girl or a boy? Is it a girl? Right? Bambi's a girl. I can't confidently what, does, answer that. I think it's a boy. Okay, okay. So whatever Bambi is. Okay, so maybe he sees his mother get killed, and then he's traumatized, or she's traumatized, and then she almost gets killed herself, but then she becomes like real feral and fucked up and she like maybe ingests some i don't know plutonium or some some like toxic liquid and becomes this giant fucked up creature that lives in the woods and eats like hunters there we go that could be see i wrote i wrote it already that's that would be a great film because you know i see i hear people talk a lot about you know uh weird shit that they see in the woods anyway real fucked up stuff that they see so that would that would be a good story that would be a good horror movie if they did it right we ever talked about uh speaking of weird shit in the woods have we talked in a while about the bachelor's grove night with mike norot uh we haven't i don't know if we talked about that on here but uh we could we could we could run through that that story we should and then and then it's been a while since mike came on mike mike should come on on a night that he's not having wrestling get a little bit of whiskey by his side and we should we should uh talk about that night and, and and some fun backyard wrestling times too but um so we were keep me honest here kyle you me tim valenta mike we're all going to bachelor's grove so now those of you not familiar with bachelor's grove in the suburbs of chicago this is a closed off cemetery right kyle like closed to the public now uh it's it's been closed to the public for I think a long time. Like people are are definitely not allowed in there, and that there's like a house that sits there that always like watches people go in and calls the police. So it's it's actually really hard to get in there now um, without getting caught by the police. Oh, so you still uh, not be able. But to. but but you know like this 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 area has been if you read any haunted. 
America book or Haunted Illinois book, they will always cite this place as a place of spiritual activity, ghost stuff. Um, we even saw like a Ghost Hunters about this, you know, Bachelor's Grove. I remember I saw this when I came out to Arizona for the first time. We watched this and I Zach was like Bagans, blown away yeah. because... Ghost Adventures. I, yeah, yeah. I saw they went in there mm-hmm. and I was blown away because they were showing stuff that I saw when I was in there. And I was like, no fucking way. That's crazy. You know, so that was, uh, yeah, there's definitely some stories there. Well, we were that one night for whatever reason, we just decided we wanted to go. Um, and you and Mike ended up going ahead. Tim Valenta and I stayed back. Tim was just, it, it, the energy, the vibe was different that night. I, it, he was like throwing up. Or, or no, Mike was the one puking. That's right. <laughs> I don't know why Mike. We walked a block and he puked. I don't. I don't know if maybe he shotgunned too many frosties that night or something. But like, it was definitely. Uh, I, I was. It just was a think problem. About what you just said. <laughs> just physically think about Mike walking like a block and then be like, "Oh, it's too much." Blah. <laughs> turtle, turtle was having a hard time that night. Oh, that got me tonight. That one got me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, anyway. But before Kyle and Mike went into Bachelor's Grove, and they had a camcorder, too, that we ended up watching. And we'll we'll get to that in a second. Really? Uh, I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, you don't remember that part? Okay. And then there was a giant open field that we walked by, and it was, like, between, like, two forests, and you could see into the field. But behind that fence that we looked into... Was where Bachelors Grove resided, and I remember seeing—I I remember this vividly. We had to be sixteen, seventeen, something like that, old enough to where we can drive. So sixteen, seventeen, not not like eighteen yet. There were like black boxes, shadowy figures that were jumping up and down across that field, and like it was nothing that I could explain, and we all saw it. So that's. I mean, I remember seeing that for sure, but that's actually where we were at that time. Mm-hmm. There, it was nowhere near the cemetery. Oh, it wasn't. But, oh, never mind. <laughs> but you know what's interesting is there's there's weird shit in that woods, and if you don't know the story, like people, there's like a little cemetery, and there's like a little pond right right uh, by the highway in like the middle of the woods, kind of, and legend says that. Uh, well, there's a few stories about it, but one of the stories that has come up a lot is that Al Capone used to dump bodies down there. And there was like even a newspaper clipping about, you know, like it showed like a woman sitting on top of a gravestone. It was like a ghost, quote unquote. Oh, um, I've seen that. Yeah. But, you know, I've been in there more than a few times. I mean, maybe it, it was during the night. It was during the nighttime, obviously. and Maybe that was... Legal or not legal, I don't know, oh. but I didn't get caught, so whatever. Exactly. Um, so, but there was times I went in there and I didn't see anything, but there was two distinct times where I saw something that I couldn't explain. And I'm, you know, with like I love supernatural stuff, I love spiritual stuff. Um, I'm always the one to be like, that's bullshit. But there were two things that I saw that actually was not even in the graveyard; it was outside of the graveyard. So, um, I don't think this was the, when we were there, other than the, like the black jumping things, 
But when I was walking out of there, like the way we we took was like you can either go in through the highway or near the highway, which is you're going to get caught, or you cut through the woods on a couple blocks over where nobody can see you. So you, you have the, to. That was the ideal really, way to get in there. <laughs> yeah, that's how you get in there. But we were walking out, and I remember, like deep in the distance in the woods, there was like this floating light bulb, like in the in the trees. And there was nobody under it. You could see it clear as day. And you, when you walked towards it, it would like move back. And it was like floating in midair. And it would like brighten and dim. And it was really weird and unusual. And I don't know how to explain it. We had to leave for some reason. I think we had like school. So we had to get out of there pretty fast. So we couldn't go like chase after whatever that light was. Um, but strange enough, like when we watched Ghost Adventures, they showed that light on that episode, which blew me away. Yeah. I'm like, you know, what is that? And um, the other thing that I saw coming out that time was like, I remember there was like a flash of blue light right in front of me. Now, this is the middle of the pitch black woods. There's nothing it's dark in there. there. Yeah, it's dark. It's nowhere near the road. And there was this big ball of flash of light, blue light in front of me. And I remember, like, it was weird because, like, I felt the energy from it. Ooh. Like, it, it, it's, I couldn't explain it. I don't know what it was. But I, I remember the hair stood on the back of my neck, and I just felt weird energy from it. So to this day, I'm like, I can't explain what that is. Mm. I just know that it was, it, it was pretty large. It was, like... It was like maybe the size of two basketballs put together. I mean, it's it was a significant light. It was weird. So, but uh, yeah. To finish up that one Bachelor Grove story, and look, look, Bachelor's Grove up if if you guys don't don't believe us. There there's some crazy shit that has gone on there. I'm sure there's been better oh, footage. Yeah. Uh, but we had, I think, the same camcorder we'd use for Scourge or my the backyard wrestling shit back in the day. We just you or Mike were carrying it, or it was Mike's camcorder. I don't know. You were, this was before cell phones. Yes. Holy shit. Well, way before cell phones. I mean, cell phones existed, but they were just like the track phone ones, or like the early Nokias that we all had. So we were walking with the camcorder, and um, just all you, you just, it was dark, but all you heard was sound. And I remember there was a sound just getting louder and louder on the camera as you guys were walking and then right before faintly a, a right before a giant just kind of just like crash that you two don't recall hearing we we all agreed that we heard I'm right behind you um on the video right yeah i remember that okay yeah and then it crashed and yeah, we it was were like, like a what whisper. the fuck yeah it was like a yeah that was yeah. creepy i left that tape outside in my driveway overnight <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it makes sense it does make sense it's fun stuff but you know what doesn't make sense well I, you know what else does? It, this does make sense secret invasion is a big hot piling steaming pile of pile <laughs> last i checked kyle season the, the finale the series finale of secret invasion and and i hate i hate to say it like this but the MCU has just been pfft, since Endgame, you know, outside of No Way Home, no Way Home. and 
Well, Multiverse of Madness was great, too, so give him credit for that. Sure, but it just, with all the TV shows, it just feels too much. Um, it had an 11% rating on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. 11%. Not the series overall, but that last episode. Well, you know, honestly, the last episode, the last two episodes were probably the best of the the, the series. Okay. Because, like, something actually happened. And uh, did you watch it by chance? No, no. You can okay, say it. So, you, can, you can say it. I'll watch okay, it. Okay, so, I mean, really the goal of Gravik, which is, like, the main bad guy, is he was trying to get this vial that had, like, Avengers DNA in it. And there's, like, a number of Avengers that you know is is included in this dna so it's there's like a list you could actually look it up online there's like i think a 16 or something 11 to 16 or something like that so gravik gets it obviously and then uh amelia clark's character gaia also gets it so there's this fight between them and you see them kind of like use certain superhero powers like you see um you know, like the, the they had like the Hulk's arm or like like Thanos's arm, and you know it's like different using different powers. Like uh, they use Captain Marvel's powers, so it was kind of cool for that. You know, she's like you know they they kind of fought each other, and obviously, spoiler alert, she she kills Gravik. I mean, is it really a spoiler if it's a terrible series? I yeah. don't know, but she, she um, kills Grabass. Move it along. Yeah. So basically, Gaia gets you know, all the like Avengers powers. And so she has kind of like a, you know, this exists inside of her. So she's like a super scroll and that's, that's really where it ends. And Hmm. I think that's like one, I was like the whole series. I'm like, why are they wasting Amelia Clark? Because if you, if you get, if you're a game of Thrones fan, you know that she's the mother of dragons. She carried, she carried that show. She's a beloved character. She was awesome. Like, she was just a total badass. Like, why would they waste her in the show? But, like, at the end, it kind of, like, redeemed her a bit. And I could, you know, say that I hope that I see more of her in some other Marvel medium. And I think we will, for sure. But overall, this this TV show was not the success it it should have been. Like, I think they could have made, like, a three-part movie dedicated to this concept and maybe they will maybe they will um but i don't i don't know it's like the secret invasion could have had so many larger implications and played into such a larger story Mm -hmm. that you know reducing it to like a six episode tv series maybe just didn't do it justice so um a lot of it was just real boring and dry and this is again why i said I didn't get into Andor because it was slow and it was, it just wasn't my, wasn't my speed, you know, but I think a lot of people felt similar about this, you know, it, it, when they watched it as well. So yeah, this is a swing in the miss. I don't know what it is about this year and superhero films, but man, we need some burnout. We need, we need some like good ones. You know, we need somebody to like redeem this genre maybe maybe it's one of those things where they have it has to go away to come back in a way so and and now with the hollywood writer strikes i mean i was just so bummed about all the movies they got pushed back in particular in particular you know we we were going to get craven in october 
Yeah, we got know, a trailer which for is, that. <laughs> that actually looked like a good trailer. I mean, I I think it looked good. I mean, Craven's not one of my favorite Spider-Man villains, but like it actually looked kind of cool. Like it looked like a good trailer. And for some reason, they just push it back a fucking year. And then, and even the icing on the cake is into the Spider-Verse, you know, or across the Spider-Verse part two, which we thought we were going to get right away. We should get right away is just delayed indefinitely. Like this is fucking madness. And maybe I'm sure it's just the, the tip of the iceberg with this writer strike, because I don't know if I see an end in sight, you know, Lord knows we're not going to see the Batman two now for forever or the penguin. You know? I think actually the Batman two's production is supposed to start in November. So maybe, um, maybe they'll figure out something by then. I hope I, it just, it's, it's, it's such a, it's a tough economic culture or, uh, climate. I rather say it's a tough economic climate out there for everybody. And again, this isn't, the writers who making billions of dollars writing a script. This isn't the Fran Dreschers or the Brian Cranston's that you're seeing out there who make a good living because they're the, you know, the rarities, right? The ones that you see all the time in movies and TV shows. It's your everyday people like us who work Monday through Friday, 40 hours a week and weekends. It's a, you know, ends meet kind of thing. And it's unfortunate for them, but they have to live in LA. So, <laughs> It's not my you know, fault. You know what's interesting is I was talking to our buddy Gacky, who was once a member of Scourge today. Uh, yeah, for how And he's, he's, he sent me a, te- a couple of texts today, and he's like, he was playing around with Chat GPT. Yeah. And he said, write a story. He told Chat, Chat, T- uh, Chat GPT, he's like, write a story where Art the Clown from the movie The Terrifier fights Michael Myers in a, a disco club. And. I was reading the story that it wrote, and it was actually like, I felt like I was reading a book. And then he asked it another question. He's like, rewrite the ending to Halloween Ends. <laughs> and it wrote an ending, a different ending to it. And it's like, it, it you just asked it a question, and it yeah. just produced, like, it wasn't just like a few sentences. It right. was like a few paragraphs. It was reflective of the characters and the story. Uh. And I was like, this is the future. So now people don't even have to fucking write anything anymore. They could just put it in a chat GPT and chat GPT will take care of it for you. You know, and this is, you know, maybe you could say this is like the Uber to the taxi, but I don't, I don't know when you can, you have a technology that can replace pretty much everybody. Maybe there's some stuff that just won't be replaced, but it's, that's really scary. You know, but I guess, you know, Hollywood doesn't have to give in to that because now there's a technology that exists that will do that for them and, and is infinitely cheaper. So now they can just recoup all the all the money that they yeah. make from whatever medium they produce. Yeah. Uh, I just, it's, it's I don't sickening. like it. It's I don't kind like of sickening. It. From like a creative standpoint, I don't like it. It's not human. It doesn't feel authentic, right, to me. But how would you know? You know, when I was reading this, what he had sent me, you know, if he didn't tell me it was from ChatGPT, if he just said, hey, I I wrote this, you know, like I've been working on it for a while. I wrote this like, wow, dude, that was really cool. Like, that was a really cool idea. Like, it seems real professional like it. 
you know? Uh, yeah, I mean... It's scary. I mean, I think of it like this it. way. You know, this could actually do something to the effect of... If I said, write us a song off of Master of Puppets, you know, that's in the same vein as Master of Puppets, mm. and it could fucking do it. Mm. And that's that's where we're at, people, is, is that we're... We're having AI technology writing songs that could have been on Master of Puppets. I don't want to listen is, to AI generated music. Absolutely not. I won't do it. It's 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 going to happen though. You know, music and and movies are That's really fine. threatened right now. I am more with, than okay with, with this technology. listening to the current Metallica discography for the rest of my life. More than fine with that. I can do that. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what that's going to look like. I mean, I think Metallica you know, will always be fine, but I don't think there's ever going to be a, another Metallica, like at least in the metal community. I just don't see it. Well, what, you know, what's old becomes new again. Just let, let this part run its course. And then, you know, that's true. That's true. It's kind of like the people who like dress in like seventies wear, you know, and it kind of just seems to fit, you know, it's like, it's like a style that just is accepted, you know, yeah. I don't know. Thankfully, your mother will never go out of style. So, um. Oh, that was just lazy. You could do better than that. Maybe you should ask ChatGPT to do better. You, there you go. Oh, I should there ask. There you go. You and Brad <laughs> can use this to your advantage and actually say something that's intelligent and, and witty and funny because you guys are just not. Remember, remember earlier today when I, when, I, when I called you the secret ginger man? The secret ginger man. Were you listening? No. No, you weren't listening when I called you the secret ginger man. By the way, I have to give all credit. I got a text message in the middle of the week from our good buddy Tim Marciano. He came up with that one, so debuted it today on the podcast oh. for him and you, secret ginger man. <laughs> and what I'm doing that you can't hear is not lazy either. So, um, uh, we talked about the projects getting pushed back. Uh, Kyle, are you going to help Job of the Hut? Or are you going to steal his Rancor like me and Star Wars Outlaws? What are you going to do? Depen- well, you know what? This game is getting a lot of a buzz, and I'm seeing a lot of different stuff from it. I'm I'm just getting more excited. You know, this is like a Star Wars GTA kind of a game. So Yo. I really think that's that's really fucking cool. I hope you can. I don't know if you can interact with other characters from the Star Wars world. I would assume that you would be able to. So I think that makes really infinite potential for this but am i going to help jabba the hut or am i going to go against him well i mean what's he gonna have us do like steal all the nachos from bob chapek or something like that i don't he know might. He might. i mean if if you could just see him getting fatter then i might help him because i, I kind of would want to see that maybe you can help He's... deliver wait no when uh, I know we see Han and Carbonite in the trailer. Maybe you can help get it to Jabba's palace from Boba or something. I mean, you can't obviously like, you know, he, you're not the one who kills him, but you know, how far this is in between, um, Empire, you know, Strikes, Empire Strikes Back, Strikes back and, Return, back of and Return of the Jedi, right? Yes. Five and six. So is it going to like, like end where return of the Jedi ends. Like, is it going to go all the way up until Jabba dies? Are you going to be there when, Oh, I would, you know, Leia kills him. I'd love it. That actually would be really cool. Yeah. Like if that was the final area, 
or something like that. Help help Leia and Han kill Jabba. <laughs> That'd be cool. Or like you're just, you know, maybe they don't know who you are and you're just there kind of like aiding them because, you know, Jabba's a big piece of shit. Yeah. I wonder who like the big bad is going to be for for your character. Is it going to be somebody in the Empire? Is it going to be a mixture? Is it going to be like a... What, like the Pikes or a crime syndicate? Is Jabba the main baddie? Or, but you can choose to help him, and I'm going to do everything I can to steal his rancor before Luke gets there, and I'm going to wreck it, the Star Wars timeline. <laughs> and when are we going to see Kira again? You know, we were talking about Amelia Clark and great characters. Like, you know, this this could be a time where she could show up, you know? I mean, she, obviously, it's like kind of in that timeline anyway, right? Well, well, this is this is well after Solo, but she's very prominent in the comic books right now with Crimson Dawn. She's leading Crimson Dawn, and I know she was in possession, I think, of Hans Carbonite for a little bit around this time period as well. So, she's her and Crimson Dawn are definitely around, and I more expect to see them or hear about them than more than anything in this in this game, especially since we have a scoundrel character that who deals with the crime syndicates. I'm down. And I like how I like how the you know, like at least Jedi Survivor, it kind of had a maybe a you know it, it was open. Like they, they could use Star Wars characters because even even like ones you maybe some people didn't do, if you didn't collect all the bounties, you didn't know that spoiler alert, Boba Fett shows up, which is something like I beat the game and then like I couldn't do the bounties because it needed a patch, and so I went back and did it. But, like you know, I like how there's you know stuff like that in there. That's like just so cool. I know, and that was something that I found out way after the fact. Didn't even see it online. So, uh, man, but you guys have been great. We have been Fourth Motherbox. Follow us at Fourth Motherbox on Instagram, YouTube.com/slash Fourth Motherbox. We are here. If you've puked and thrown up enough this past 45 minutes, we appreciate you for all the following and subscribing that you're doing. But as always, we leave Kyle to leave us with the final thoughts today. So, Kyle, disappoint us like you've disappointed your parents. Well, I'll never disappoint your mother. <laughs> <laughs>